All right, we are back. I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. Standing by is Raquel Diapis. She's called in from the East Coast. She's a humor writer and founder of the popular blog, The Ugly Vovo. It's so funny. I had checked it out over the weekend. And she's going to talk about her hilarious and insightful book, Welcome to the Club, 100 Parenting Milestones You Never Saw Coming. I wish I had this book when I was having my kids. Raquel, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Great. I was just saying, I wish I had read this before I had children. <laughs> or maybe I not. I I had read it before <laughs> I had children. Maybe I would have been terrified. I don't know. I, I mean, I think everyone's a little terrified going in regardless. But I feel like anything that could have eased, the, eased my terror would have been sort of welcome. Oh, yes. I, I mean, there was. I didn't know anything about kids. I remember waking up, I was eight, nine months pregnant and being terrified, thinking, oh, my gosh, am I going to do this right? You know? I don't think I even thought that far in advance. I don't even thought whether I'd do it right or wrong. I just kind of threw myself into it. Oh, good. And then, God, it's so... I was even trying to think of that whole, like, uh, that 10,000... I was like, you're putting in, like, so many hours on learning to be a parent because you're just... I mean, you have no idea going in. I, I didn't even know to be scared, I don't think. That's good. That's good. Well, maybe, but I you, you still get scared when it happens. Oh, yes. I mean... And then the whole breastfeeding thing was hilarious with, you know, you talk about, is it magical? <laughs> it's well, because it really is for some people. And it I, is. And I was like, God, I really, I wish I had that magic. But I was like, this is the second time around. I just had my second kid, oh. and I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm obviously not going to last as long as a lot of people have lasted. Yeah. Um, but I was like, God, I wish I had that magic. It just was not magical for me, but for some people it is very magical. Right, right. I know, it's um, very subjective. I remember uh, nursing for a long time and then wanting to stop and asking somebody, the wrong person, uh, how to stop. And I was lectured and belittled, and I was like, oh, no. I mean, because some people do it for years, and that's not my thing. So it, I, I had a person, just a random lady waiting for the downtown A train at Columbus Circle, mm-hmm. um, commented that I had, I had lost the weight quickly. It must be because I was still breastfeeding, and I said that I wasn't. And she just started berating me, and yes. I was like, "Like, what? Just get." I mean, I didn't even want to take the A train. I took the C train, <laughs> which is a local train, just to avoid being talked out. But at the same time, it was walking a fine line of not wanting to belittle mothers who do breastfeed because it right. is so hard to do, and some people last so long. Yeah. I mean, I think it's only a small subset of people who will shame you for not doing it. Right. Um, so, yeah, trying to, I mean, I feel like everyone's got the, the shitty end of the stick yeah. where people who are breastfeeding are just trying to do it, like, in a public place without being shamed themselves and people who don't do it or people who don't even want to do it at all. I, I point out in the book that my mother didn't breastfeed any of her kids. Like, I have not had a drop of breast milk in my life. Right. And I, I still, you know, walk upright and know most of the state capitals. So, uh, like, you, you live through it, whatever you decide right. to do. I just have to tell you that we, you can't swear on the air. Cause we can't. I am so sorry. No potty mouth, okay? Got it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it's very interesting. Um, people try to do things that perhaps... Uh, their their mom didn't do, you know, and it's it's so hard. I mean, you can't be superwoman, you know. No, you you totally can't be super. Actually, one of the things whenever people ask or it comes up, if you like, kind of consider yourself a good mom, right? Um, and it's such a loaded question, and I usually wind up kind of playing it off and telling people that I'm not a good mom, right. um, but that I am a great dad. Oh. Um, <laughs> because it because it's true. I'm like if. 
all of the things that I do for my kids, if you saw a dad who did that, you would be blown away at what an amazing dad I am. Um, okay. And, yeah, I thought it's kind of reframing it, so I'm at least a positive something. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's, I was that's like, I, I mean, I am a good dad. I'm fantastic at it. That's good. The mom thing, I don't know. There's just, there's, it's such a loaded question, and it's so different for everyone. Some people think that a good mom is someone who is constantly on their baby's every cry, and some people think a good mom is someone who can let their baby cry and figure things out on their own, and, and I don't know who's right, so I'm no. just going to avoid it altogether. No, it's very personal, very subjective. I mean, um, I love the chapter, well, no, I like by the way, that it's very short little segments, but it said, uh, first time your child puts her mouth on something so disgusting, you debate feeding her Purell as a meal. And I once <laughs> saw this really funny thing where um, uh, the baby drops the pacifier and it's the, it's, I guess it's the first child and the mom like sterilizes it. <laughs> and then the second baby, um, she wipes it off. And the third baby, I think she just pops it back in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, you just... After a while, you, you're just so exhausted, you know, you, you don't even think straight. So Yeah, no, you totally do. I mean, and, and, I, and I think all of those things are normal. And I, the whole point of the book is to normalize so many things that especially first-time moms kind of freak out about, um, the, I mean, the, the cleanliness thing. I remember once being with a mom who she had dropped some food and we were at the Museum of Natural History, which is a great museum, but oh, not yeah. a notoriously clean place. No. And she had dropped a piece of food and she looked at me and it was clearly the look of like, I'm going to give this to my kid. Are you okay? And I was like, it's, uh. it's fine. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, yes. And I told my mom that story and she almost cried because it is not okay with it. It's different for everyone. Yes. Um, yes. But it's like as long as your kid, your kid will get a little sick sometimes as long as they're okay in the long run. Yeah. Whatever you do is not that that important. So the theme of the show, get the funk out. How, what advice will you give somebody? Because it can be really exhausting. Like I always say, I remember hearing the best advice was sleep after you have a baby because you could get very depressed. Yes. What, what advice will you give somebody who's just kind of at wit's end? I mean, you, you walk around, you've got maybe food stains all over you. You're disheveled. You don't quite have it together. It's I, and I was like, I, I tried to even go out of my way in the book to not give advice okay. because <laughs> one of and I, I will give something but I was like the the whole thing that was really hard for me in the beginning was I really just wanted someone to to tell me a little bit about parenting but to tell me that it was okay and that whatever I was doing was okay right. um, but all the things that I read about parenting were telling me a specific thing that I had to do in order for it to be okay and some of those things were directly conflicting with other things yes. that were saying that if I did this other thing this would make it be okay and I was like I just I just kind of want someone to make me laugh a little bit and be like it it'll be okay and don't stress about it right. um, so if I had to give advice I would say to not stress about things as much as you are probably stressing about things that seem like humongous decisions are in in retrospect not as terrible or as as all in, as as awful as you might think that they're going to be um and yes definitely obviously sleep as much as you can sleep but basically don't right. don't beat yourself up right right i remember uh when i had my first child uh she was awake from like 2 to five in the morning so I was too and I, she was so awake and I couldn't not get her to go back so I have her on my lap and I was nursing her and the next thing I know she throws up and I'm in a panic thinking something's the matter with her and I'm <laughs> freaking out and I'm like who can I call on the west coast who's up 
Because <laughs> I had to talk to somebody. So I think I called my aunt in Alaska to, to calm <laughs> me down because I was so panicked because don't, they don't come with directions. No. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I have a lot of, I, I just had my second child like three weeks ago. And when I had my first child, I didn't know anyone who had had kids, really. All of my friends waited, so I was kind of the only one. And this time around, knowing people who have kids has been such a godsend to, to be able for things that I don't know to reach out and to yes. reach out to them and say, hey, if you have any questions, I've done this once. Right. If you want to check, I'm probably logged onto Facebook on my phone at 3 a.m. also because I'm rocking someone to sleep and they won't fall asleep. So sure. feel free to message me if you have any questions <laughs> or if you just want to talk. Oh, I love it. Where can people find out more about you and uh, connect with you? I know you just said you're on Facebook, but do you have a website? Yeah, I have a. I keep a website called The Ugly Volvo. Um, Volvo like the car, mm-hmm. V-O-L-V-O. Um, and, yeah, I, I, it's basically just humorous essays about parenting in general, um, not even really about my experience parenting, just kind of what we're all going through. Yes. Um, and obviously The Ugly Volvo is on Facebook and Twitter and all those fun things on the web. But that's, that's where I started out. I love that. It's so funny. I mean, it's like a try to keep your sanity project you know you you post stuff and you can vent and it's it was i checked it out over the weekend i loved it that's what it literally was i mean i literally started the blog because i was a new mom and i didn't know any other new moms that i just wanted to talk to someone mm-hmm. and i didn't have anyone to talk with so i was like well i'll just put this on the internet and talk at people until someone talks back to me right. um and it's lovely and a lot of people did and it's been wonderful oh it's great and you're, you're also on Twitter, right? I am also on Twitter, also at The Ugly Volvo. I'm, I'm basically The Ugly Volvo across all platforms. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, um, and I try to blog at least once, once a week, once every two weeks, um, a little bit more often, obviously, now that the book is out. But yeah, just and it's been, it, it's basically just reflections on having a kid, um, and I, I feel weird writing about it because I've literally only had one for three and a half years, and there mm-hmm. are so many people who have 17-year-olds or 40-year-old children who obviously know a lot more about it as a whole than I do, but it's kind of a, well, blogging is like you're blogging as you're going through it, so right yes. now it's, this is what it's like to have a three-and-a-half-year-old and a, a three-week-old, um, mm. and in two months it'll be something else. Exactly. Are you think you're going to write another book? Um, <laughs> I was there, when you did the question, I thought you were going to say, do you think you're going to have another kid? No. And I was going to be like, no, oh I'm my God, no, never again. You. No, I'm um, not going to say that. I, w- I would love to, sure, yes. Yeah. I, will, I will hope to write another book. I will see whether or not it gets published. But I had a really fun time writing. And I illustrated this one, too, because Chronicle was very nice oh, and let me I illustrate it. it. Um, yeah, I, I have a lot to say. And when I'm not writing a book, I'll still keep a blog because it's just really nice to write about it regardless of in what medium or who's reading it. Yes. Um, it's a good way to vent, and all new parents need to vent. I agree. Um, not, I was like, I hate saying vent, because not about their kid, but about the act of raising a kid, yeah. which is really hard. It is, and the whole process. Was it um, helpful that you already had a blog in trying to get published? That was actually how it happened. I had, um, I started the blog, and after a couple months, I had something go very viral, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, people approached me, and then a couple months later, someone from Chronicle approached me about a specific short blog I had done called Baby Book of Disasters. <laughs> um, 
and they said, "Would you could you come up with a hundred of these and maybe take the word disasters out of it?" Yes. Um, and I I was like, can I, "I can come up with definitely more than a hundred ridiculous things that happen in year." At that point, it was just my first two years of parenting. So I only had a two year old. Right. Uh, but yeah, so they were very nice and and came to me. But yeah, I mean, in whatever medium, I just really enjoy writing about it, and it's so nice to have an audience. I've I've heard from so many parents who yeah who I who I wish I had known in my first couple of months of, of parenting it would have been really nice to have them living near me um, but it's nice at least to know them now well what I love about this and then we've got to wrap is that it is a nice small book and it has uh, small little sections so you don't have to read the whole thing you know if you don't have a lot of time as a mom obviously um, that was the yeah. one I specifically asked Chronicle for I mean the book that I had wanted when I was Rocking My Son to Sleep, which was a book that I could hold in one hand mm-hmm. because I had my son in my other hand or against my chest or I was holding him. Right. And I wanted something that was funny and short because you don't have time to finish a whole book in one no. sitting once you have a kid, and you don't always have the brain space to read long paragraphs or giant chapters. I, I just wanted something that was short and light and yes. funny and basically said, whatever you're doing, you're probably okay, yes. and don't worry so much. Well, you did it. I think you hit a home run. So congratulations, Raquel. Thanks so much. I think it's great. I want to thank you so much for calling in. We've got a wrap. Uh, throw out your website one more time. Sure. The website is The Ugly Volvo. Again, Volvo like the car, V-O-L-V-O dot com. All right. Have a wonderful day, and congratulations on your new baby. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. This is Raquel Diapis calling in. She's a humor writer, and I uh, got a chance to review her book, Welcome to the Club, 100 Parenting Milestones You Never Saw Coming. Very funny read. All right, so we have uh, one more guest calling in, and uh, she's going to be calling in just a bit. Cecilia Garding. She's author of Afro-Swedish. She's a filmmaker and political scientist, so she'll join us t- in just a little bit. We'll listen to one more track from Ziggy Marley.